0: Hello and welcome into episode number 54. I'm Luke Winstall. This is the Luke Winstall Show. Today I talked with Trey Harris, an outfielder in the Atlanta Braves minor league system who is named the 2019 Braves minor league player of the year. Harris is an outfielder who the Braves took in the 32nd round of the draft, who's quickly ascended from organizational depth into now a top 25 prospect and one of the top minor league systems in baseball. I think you'll enjoy the conversation with Trey. He's got a great personality, one of those great clubhouse type guys that helps the team bond, and you get to see a little bit of his character here on the show as we told his story and kind of walked our way through his career to where he is now we'll go ahead and dive right into the interview trey thank you for joining me on the show how are you doing today good how are you i'm doing well i'm loving it getting ready for spring training and baseball season to begin my first question i have for you when did you first start playing baseball when did the journey begin for you
1: uh it started when i was like four years old my dad was getting tired of me um throwing uh to the couch and all that so he was like you just got to go do something so he signed me up for t-ball early
0: Well, you went to McEachern High School. When did the offers start coming in for you as a high school player?
1: Uh, My first offer was uh, Clemson my sophomore year. And uh, I only got a couple more after that. I think I had probably five or six schools offer me, but it just came down to Missouri and uh, Clemson, and I had to make a decision.
0: I know McEachern's known for their athletics programs in Georgia 7a good football and basketball especially this past year have you been able to keep up with what's been going on the basketball court there
1: I always keep up a little bit I won't say like I'm all the way in but I do know like the team's doing well and uh they got a um, star player Sharif Cooper so yeah. I mean I keep up on it just with social media allows you to stay you know connected any way you can but uh I wouldn't say I just you know Google them and look up the scores every <laughs> night, but when I see it, I pay attention.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I got to cover a couple of McEachern games with Sharif and everything, and oh, man, they look good in 7A. But yeah,
1: they should uh, they should be able to run the run the state championship gauntlet and do what they have to do.
0: Yeah, they should. So coming out of high school for you, I know you went to Missouri. Was there any thought for you coming straight out to the MLB, or did you have college set in your mind as a priority first?
1: Um, i definitely wanted to get drafted in high school but uh, every other team had other options uh, had other mindset plans so uh, i was able to watch some of my closest friends have their dreams come true and i was just you know looking forward to the next step can't really dwell on it too much just have to put it in a note and just keep moving back
0: well when you did get drafted what was your experience like going in the 30 second round what was your draft day like
1: Uh, I was actually very worrisome. I didn't know when it was going to happen, how it was going to happen, and if it was going to happen. So I always joke around. I was like 15 and 20 minutes away from selling insurance because I was taken so late and just kind of understanding, you know, who I was as a player, just uh, what I had to overcome. So it was just uh, up and down. My parents, uh, my sister and my dad had just left. Uh, They gave me some space because we weren't sure it was going to happen. And then as soon as they left, I got the call that I was a Brave, so that was really, really cool.
0: Well, being from the Atlanta area, not too far from the stadium, was Atlanta a place that you wanted to go, or, or what was your thought there?
1: Uh, to be honest, I just wanted the opportunity. Before it to be Atlanta was like I, um, a cherry on top, so uh, it was just an exciting, a blessing because you know, just you know, growing up, always a Braves fan, now I get to play with the Braves.
0: Well, you've come a long way from 30-second round pick to now a top 25 prospect in the Braves system that a lot of pundits would have ranked in the top three or top five minor league systems out there. Mm-hmm. What's been the key to your breakout, going from where you started, and then kind of proving a lot of people wrong? I think all the teams that passed up on you probably want you now.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it's been really exciting. Uh, you know, I just try to make it work at every step of the way. You know, I just try to put pressure on everyone around me to be better, get better do
0: better. So in your kind of breakout period in the past year, year and a half, or two years, have you made any adjustments to kind of come up and surge the way you have putting up the numbers and averages and power numbers that you have?
1: Uh, To be honest with you, no. Um, I guess over the years, uh, junior and senior year, I got with a a coach, Dylan Lawson, who really changed my swing and kind of got my mindset towards back to, you know, lifting the ball, hitting the ball in the air hard. And I think uh, I just kind of took that into pro ball. And uh, a lot of people will tell you that they're not really surprised by what I'm doing. And honestly, I'm not either. I've worked hard. I've done everything I've uh, had to do. And I'm just getting some of the reward for it. I still think there's more to get. I'm not settling. And I'll be making my goals just as hefty as I did last year.
0: Well, this past year you were named the Atlanta Braves Minor League Player of the Year. And for anyone that knows the Braves system, that's a really big deal, especially with guys like Drew Waters and Christian Pichet in the pipeline so it's obviously really impressive (laughs) Who was the first person you told when you found out about the award
1: um i guess i guess my mom and dad were there so uh, that was cool then my boy jd was getting an award also so everybody that i would have told first was there and then i I ended up calling my girlfriend right after that she's the next person who matters the most so she wasn't able to make the trip because i wasn't really expecting to get that award but uh, you never know, and uh, so I had to tell her first.
0: So how did it work with your parents being there? Was that like when you received the award, or when you found out about the award? How was that?
1: So they just call you and tell you like, hey, you're going to win the high player of the year. You're going to be on the field, you're going to do all this. So like, you know, you just think you're getting the high player of the year, you're better than the 40 or 50 guys that played at that level. It's like, cool accomplishment. But then when they announced the Braves player of the year was me, I was really thrown off, and really didn't even know what to expect so it was a nice surprise and i'm just really excited
0: well now coming up through the atlanta system which person in the organization whether it be a coach or a player or someone else has had the biggest impact on your development
1: oh that's a tough question um, i would say a lot of coaches help me out a lot but i just think having a, a close-knit friends like they were willing to push me and make sure that i'm doing the right thing i think you grow by the people around you uh, iron sharpens iron so I felt like the people around me were pushing me every day like I'd get two hits if they got three they're gonna let me know so I think every day you know just having people around me that were willing to push themselves was then push me so I think just honestly my close group of boys around here just kept me humble kept me hungry and it was a lot easier
0: so who's in that group of boys I know like on the major league level Ronald Acuna and Ozzy Albies are always kind of pushing at each other and messing around a little bit who are your guys
1: Uh, I guess my guys were like Brendan Venture and uh, Greg Cullen and Justin Dean. We all lived in the house together, and we'd watch Entourage downstairs and just have real talks, and then we'd all head to the field together put in our extra work. So it was cool. Like I said, I am sharp at the iron, and I think it really benefited for all of us. I mean, we all had good years, and we all did what we had to do. So it's been a nice little ride for all of us.
0: Well, this past year you went to the Arizona Fall League. You were named an All-Star there, and the last brave to be named an AFL All-Star was Ronald Acuna in 2017, so you're joining good company. What was your experience like in the AFL this past season? How did that help you continue to develop?
1: Uh, Scott's deal was amazing. Uh, We had a lot of fun out there. Uh, Playing baseball was amazing. Had a lot of fun out there. Um, I think just, you know, being able to be around the people that are really good, being around people who uh, used to hear their names, prospect this, prospect that, being able to battle it out with them uh, was big for me. I think it's, uh, it was a big deal, and uh, I was able to perform, and uh, I was blessed to be an All-Star. So, just you know, just a part of the, the ride.
0: Well, spring training is here. Baseball fans can't wait. What's the next step in your development personally on the field?
1: I just think being more consistent every day. Don't be afraid to be the three-hole hitter that everyone expects you to be. Don't be afraid of, of success. Embrace it. Understand that what got you there, don't change thing. Uh, make my goals bigger, and don't be scared to outdo what I did the year before.
0: I know the Braves have done some work in terms of their facilities. Uh, They've got a new place down in Florida. What's your first impression of it?
1: it's beautiful I mean we got everything within a walking distance everything's brand new you can't complain a bit I think it's just really nice and I'm just excited to be down here a lot easier to go to work when you have such a beautiful place
0: so I was told that you hit the first home run in SunTrust Park history in a competitive non-exhibition game is that true yes walk me through that moment for you what was it like
1: um coach gave me the bunt sign uh (laughs) Um, and then the guy almost hit me in the head, so then he just gave me the hit sign, like, do what you do, and I was able to hit the slider the next pitch kind of low and then kept my hands in and hit it in the the smallest part of the field down the bullpen, so it was an exciting time, and it was really cool to be a part of, and uh, it's been something I'll remember forever. Hopefully it's not the last home run I hit in that part.
0: Right, so that was the Missouri versus Georgia game, is that correct?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Awesome. So now we'll head into our rapid-fire section. If you could pick any two current baseball players at any level to form an outfield trio with you, who would it be and why? Uh,
1: Mookie Betts and my boy Justin Dean because Justin Dean is fine. He's good. He's a really good player. It would be really cool to play with him in the show. And then Mookie Betts because he's the best, and I want to be around the best at all times. So we'll let, we'll let J.D. play center, Mookie and right and I'll play left uh, I'm willing to ball for the boys
0: <laughs> awesome I love it we recently ended the 2010s what's the best song from that decade
1: ooh the best song uh, the best song from the 2010s uh, for me for me it would have to be a young Dolph song I'd have to go with ooh uh, this is a toughie cause Dolph has so many hits. <laughs> I'd have to say uh, Major by Young Dolph. I just there's just nothing better. I just ride out with it. Or you know 2010. I really like One Man Band by Old Dominion. Number one song for Trey Harris in 2019. So that would hit home too. So or maybe the Middle by Marin Morris. Honestly, I can't narrow down. It all depends on what genre you're in. So I guess I'll go with Young Dolph, Marion Morris, and Old Dominion. Look at that.
0: So in 30 years, what music or artists do you think people are going to be nostalgic for?
1: Ooh, ooh, in 30 years. I think Beyonce will never go away. I just think her sound, her her life, her voice will just never go away, and she'll be able to do it as long as she wants to.
0: I agree. Now, do you have a walk-up song picked for 2020?
1: Uh, i don't have one i got a couple i'm down to down to but the front runner is ti i'm back mm. never let you down i'm a shine on site i think that's a good throwback
0: yep i like uh, it gets me
1: in the right mindset of where i want to be and I, just like i said embracing all the pressure that comes with these awards and things and uh big league camp and embracing it and hitting it head on and just getting it done.
0: Yeah, like, what do you look for in a walk-up song? How do you pick? Because I would think if it were me, I've probably got a 100 that I'd want to pick from. But how do you get a song that kind of gets you ready for the at-bat?
1: I think it's something that you got to understand who your personality is. Like last year, I did sugar-sugar by Baby Bash, which was a slower song. And it was cool, you know, people could listen to it and everything. But for me, I'm always very emotional. So I try to do a song that isn't too hyped up. Because if I get more hyped than I already am, then we're all in trouble. So <laughs> I try to find something that, like, has a little flow, a little rhythm, something to get me, you know, in the right mindset. Well,
0: I think a good number of the Braves and the baseball fans listening have not probably gotten to see you play yet. If you had to compare your game to a current or former Major League player, who would it be?
1: remember josh harrison for the pittsman who who's going to do his job do his role and just play hard every day um i think uh josh harrison he's a great comparison and i just hope that i can uh, take it to the next level play on the level that he did awesome
0: well trey that's all the questions i had for you thank you for your time today
1: thank you i appreciate it
0: that does it for episode number 54 of the luke winstall show thank you again to trey for taking the time to join me on the podcast We wish him the best of luck in spring training and in the future with the Braves. On the next episode of the Luke Winstall Show, I talked with McEachern High School boys basketball coach Mike Thompson. He's coached some of the top talent to come through Georgia in the past decade, including guys like Sharif Cooper and Isaac Okoro, both future NBA lottery picks. On that show, I talked with Coach Thompson about that talented duo, his coaching philosophy, and his story as a high school basketball coach but that concludes this episode of the luke winstall show i'm luke winstall and i'll be back next monday with another episode